What's up, my loves? I have missed y'all so, so much. It's your girl, Jerry Alicia, one of the co-hosts of Dear Christian Black Girl. I got my other boo, Takesha. How are you, my love? I'm excited for tonight. I'm so happy to be back, girl, and I cannot I I cannot wait to dive into this conversation and to introduce our new co-host. Yes, this conversation tonight is going to be absolutely epic. Like we are really like literally letting the people in on our FaceTime conversations. Absolutely. I don't know how this is going to go because our FaceTime conversations can go any kind of way. But, you know, here we are, right? You know, we just going to do what we do. And that's just going to be it. I'm so excited about tonight, y'all. So before we even get in tonight, we got some announcements. We just we just going to run down some stuff. So, dear Christian Black Girl, we left off um, last year, actually. Wow. Yes, it's our first podcast of the new year. Happy it's New the Year, first everybody. Podcast of 2023. Merry Christmas, Merry Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, yes. all that good stuff. So, last year we we left off with dear Christian Black Girl, and y'all can can I just give y'all some statistics real quick? So y'all know this this podcast started just because me me and Takesha wanted to invite y'all into our conversations, right? We weren't thinking of nothing of it. We were just like, oh, let's do this, and then let's do it as a podcast, y'all. Let me let me pull up the app. Let me pull it up. So all the receipts. Yeah, let me pull up the receipts because y'all y'all are bumping dear Christian black girl even though we haven't done anything in months. So let me pull it up. Let me tell y'all what y'all did because we didn't do this. Yeah, we was we was low key inconsistent a little bit, but we're not gonna talk about that. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, this is what y'all did. Let me pull it up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Cause y'all showed out. Yes. Can I tell y'all, Dear Christian Black Girl has audiences in one, two, three, four, five different countries. We do. We do. I'm going to say that again. I mean, that's epic. I'm going to say that again. The podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl, has an audience in five different countries. We do. Y'all, y'all ready for some more numbers? Yes. Y'all have played these episodes 734 times. Y'all did yeah. that. Y'all, listen, we have 734 all-time plays. Y'all, we told y'all this is the first um, podcast within the last seven days. In the last seven days alone, we've reached 39 people. Like 39 people that listened to this podcast in the last week and we haven't done anything. And let's talk about that for a quick second, right? For real. Because, you know, coming into the new year, we know that there are way bigger podcasts, but we aren't going to take away from what we have been able to accomplish with Dear Christian Black Girl. And coming into the new year, I don't know about you, but we all have different goals that we want to achieve for the new year. And part of those goals is most people add to their, you know, vision boards or things like that is being consistent. And so if we were able to accomplish becoming an international podcast with our inconsistencies, can you imagine what we would be able to do not only as a show, but in the lives of other Christian black girls around the world 
as we move forward into the lane of consistency, the only thing I can say, it was all God, like hands like, down, literally. God carried this podcast where it needed to be. Um, but knowing that we can come back stronger, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Listen, I am so excited. So we're in five different countries. Uh, we have 734 all-time plays. We have an audience size of 39 people just in the last seven days alone. Our last episode aired on September 21st. Wow. Um, and that was the Happy New Year episode. I don't I don't know if y'all remember that, but that's when Takesha came back because y'all know she left me for a good little minute last year. So she came back. And that episode has 72 plays. Um, and... If I can be honest, I just posted that episode like a week ago <laughs> because your girl got busy. Your girl got a little stressed out. And so I was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing all that. But then a week ago, the Lord was like, girl, if you don't upload them podcast episodes, what are you doing? And so I did. And so that has 72 plays. Y'all, God is good. That's all I can say Okay, is God is good because we didn't we wasn't trying to be perfectly honest, we, we, we really weren't trying, but God is faithful. Extreme. So, you got any, um, any, um, announcements that you need to do right this moment? Uh, yes, God is super faithful. Um, I just want to say I'm excited about the kickoff that we have tonight with our topic, our show topic. Um, it's February. You know, February typically is the month of all things love. And so our podcast this month, we are going to be talking about for the love of. And each week that we get together on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on live on Clubhouse but the podcast will be broadcast everywhere podcasts uh, can be listened to. Um, but for the month of February, we're going to be talking about for the love of, and it's going to be for the love of you, for the love of God, for the love of, we're going to be talking about all things love. And I'm super, super excited about that. Not only is February the month of love, but it's also the month of Black history. And we yes. all know that Black history is all of our history, um, right? So whether you're in the Americas, the you know the United States of America, or even countries around the world, Black history is the world's history. Okay, period, point blank, end of story. But we take a special look at Black history during the month of February, and we wanted to spotlight um, maybe somebody who's not you know, on the main stages uh, when it comes to Black History Month. And her name is Phyllis Wheatley. Phyllis Wheatley was an African-American person, um, the first African-American person to have been a published author. I believe um, historical accounts say that she may have been the second or third woman overall in America uh, to have uh, been a published author, but she was uh, touted as the first African-American woman uh, to become a published author. Uh, Phyllis Wheatley was born on May 8th, 1753, um, and she passed away on December 5th, 1784. Um, she was born in West Africa, um, believed to be in either Senegal or Gambia, and she was taken as a slave, um, and her masters brought her uh, to America, where they were unlike any other slave owners at that time. They were very progressive, and they taught Phyllis how to read and how to write. 
they taught her in the areas of um, Greek mythology. They taught her in the areas of um, history, um, poetry. She just had a well-rounded education um, because of who she was purchased by when she came off of the slave ship. Uh, Phyllis's first published work um, came out in about 1773, and it was a collection of 39 poems. And it was called Poems on Various Subjects, Religious, and moral. Um, and so this, this piece of work was touted by kings. It went across the seas or the pond, as you would say it, into England. Um, it was very famous here in the Americas. And she was just that woman. And so we are so excited to be able to celebrate the life of Phyllis Wheatley as the first African-American uh, published author. Um, and that brings us into our first uh, shout out this evening. We want to shout out uh, Christian book company, a book publishing company, New Voice Books. If you are interested in publishing your books, maybe you have had the idea to publish a book of poetry like Miss Phyllis Wheatley, or maybe you, you've written children's books or, um, you know, your autobiography or journals or whatever it is, we want you to check out New Voice Books. New Voice Books is also, uh, at the helm of New Voice Books is also an African-American woman, uh, Mrs. Tiffany Dillard, who is also our third co-host. She'll be on the show just a little bit later, but we wanted to shout out New Voice Books, still giving African-American authors the opportunity to have their work showcased all around the world. And if you are interested in learning more about publishing publishing your book or connecting with New Voice Books, we want you to reach out to Tiffany and her team at nvpublishingco.com. That's N as in new, V as in voice, publishingco.com and get your book published. She and her team are helping God's scribes to be heard all over the world. And I don't know about you, but that's where I want my books to go all over the world what you got to say jerry that's it right there like <laughs> if you're gonna write a book it needs to be all over the world i'm just saying um because we don't we don't want to just write or release stuff and it and only our people the people that we know um have access to it. we want to make sure that the whole world has access to it so i personally know tiffany i personally do all her branding and stuff and so tiffany is amazing at what she does god has really graced her in the area of book publishing so if that is you go ahead and hit your girl up because she will help you get your book out there she will help you uh to do everything that you need to do to get your book published so we are so happy to have tiffany with us um and she'll be on um momentarily but y'all now y'all know that in addition to this podcast and this clubhouse room, I also have a clubhouse room for women dealing with infertility called Journey to Motherhood. We haven't done anything since last year either. But next week, uh, February 20th, next Monday, we kick off with the Journey to Motherhood room again um, because people need encouragement, y'all. Can we just be honest tonight, please? Can yep. we just be honest? Can we just have some real talk on tonight? People are struggling. Um, so if you are a woman 
that is dealing with infertility, miscarriage, or infant loss, if you found yourself feeling hopeless or faithless, or if you found that your faith um, in, in Abba Father has gone lacking and it's been attributed because of your journey to motherhood, then come come talk to me. I want, I want to get to know you um, because that's what I do. And so the Journey to Motherhood Room is opening back up next week with all new topics. We're just, we're just going to talk about it. Um, and it being infertility, it being miscarriage, it being infant loss, it being all the things. So we're going to talk about all the things, um, at, in the journey to motherhood room. So that's, I think that's the only announcement that I had. What about you? you that's anything it. else? Let, let's get into this conversation because let's do it. I am a woman who loves love. If you're out in the audience, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, are you shaking your head? Like, because I love love. I love to see people in love. I love to see people serving in love. I love to see people giving in love. I just, it's just something about love. And in February, right, it's on display. It is on display yes. front and center. Everywhere you go, every commercial you see, the Hallmark movies, their Valentine's movie prop movies probably rival their Christmas movies, okay? Because I it's don't like, know about that now. The Christmas movies, the Christmas they, movies, they be out there, but they're they come right back with Valentine's Day. And they kill it. And I know that so many people say Valentine's Day or February is such a commercialized month. But I say bring it. I say mm -hmm. bring it on. Bring on all the hearts, all the chocolate, all the love. But I am so excited about a, a love that is untainted. Before the foundations of the earth forever and ever and ever it has existed before we did. And that is the love of God. Mm -hmm. The love of God is so pure and so beautiful. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Because one of the things I understand and we understand is that in this day and age, all you got to do is look around and realize that people are, are, are searching for something. They are searching to uh, for something to hold on to, for something to believe in, for something to, you know, stake their hope in, for something that they can shout from the rooftops. And what better than God's love? What you think? Listen, there is nothing. And as much as I love my husband, there is yes. nothing better than God's love. Nothing. Um, God loves me better than my husband ever could. Matter of fact. God is the one that teaches my husband how to love me. So, oh, that's good. So you can't love the student more than you love the teacher. Come on. Well, you, you can't. Come on not here in, and drop in it. This scenario. You can't. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't. And so when I think about God's love, like, like, let's just talk about it on tonight. Like God sent his only son to die. Yes. A yes. brutal death. Yes. Like that's the kind of love that God has for us. Yes. And so when we think about that in that context, like you almost can't help but to love God because it's like, man, God, you did that just for me. Yep. He did. And it wasn't something that God had to do. He did. 
And so I get really excited when I think about God's love because it's just it's just so amazing. It really is. And when we think about the love of God, we have to also take into account how many millions of people may be out there who may have come from backgrounds and situations uh, where love was tainted, right? Where love was conditional, where love was based on what you can do for me, where love was based on how I felt today. And so understanding that so many people have had different experiences with what they thought was love. I love how God makes his love very clear, right? Mm -hmm. And it becomes very distinct uh, so that we could begin to understand what is love and what is not love. Uh, the, the, the word of God helps us to like put a clear line in the sand. So when somebody says that they love you or if they've told you that they loved you before and, you know, it just kind of felt like kind of off, you know, like, you know, how how would you be able to do so and so to me, but still out of the same mouth say that you love me. And I love the fact that we can go into the word of God and and, and find out truly what is love? What does that look like? What should that feel like? How should that operate? How should that show up? And so as we are talking uh, this month of February about For the Love Of, uh, this podcast, we want you to know what is love. And the only way that we can know what love is, is to go to love, right? The Bible tells us in First John that God is love. And if you want to know love, you have to go to love. Mm -hmm. And it's just very similar to saying that you have an iPhone and you want it to be fixed and you want to know how to work it and how to operate it and how to, you know, explore all of its benefits. But you go to a Samsung dealership, you go to a, a store that only services Samsungs, you are going to fail every single time. Absolutely. If we go outside of God to figure out what love is, it reminds me of something um, our pastor, uh, Dr. Thomas Goggins, said this past Sunday, that you go to an understudy when God is the one that is going to give you the answers that you need. And he was talking about it in a different topic, but it's the same thing with love. We can't go to the created, right? to know exactly what love is, we have to go to the Father first. However, the Lord does equip us and, and help us when we begin to have a new heart and a new mind. He shows us how to be his love in the earth so that others can come in full contact with that. Absolutely. Uh, and if you just think about it, like people just in general are looking um, for love and a lot of places yes and what oftentimes what happens is they'll look for love in other people they'll look for love in money or wealth they'll look for love in prominence or influence and then they find out that none of those things can give you the love that you want yes none of them can and that's because all of those things are created things Yes. Oh, that's money, good. The that's money, good. the influence, the people, it's all created. And so those things can only give you a limited amount of what, what you're actually seeking. When in reality, all you had to do was go to the creator of all things. Yes. Because that's where the love is. That's where the love is. And isn't that where we want to be, right? When we think about 
the most beautiful times in our lives. It was when we felt the most at peace. It was when we felt the most accepted. It was when we felt the most secure. It was when we felt the most loved. And if we want to experience that love on a regular basis, we have to get to a place where we know the love of God. When we look at the book of First uh, John, um, and, and starting in verse seven, it says, beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. And the scripture goes on to let us know that God's love was manifested towards us because he sent his only son, like Jerry said to us in the beginning, right? And, and it's not that we loved God, but he loved us. Right. And so that that part is so beautiful because sometimes it's really hard to believe that somebody could love you with no strings attached. Right. Knowing that you would mess up and that you would fall and that you would, you know, digress and that you would go back and go forward and him and haul and straddle the fence and be hot and cold and lukewarm and that you would have other gods that you put before him, but still loves you with no strings attached. To me, that is that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's just so beautiful. And so as we are moving about in this month, we, we just really wanted to start at home in love with God. Because at, at, at the end of the day, you got, this is the starting point. God is the starting point. And so yes. it would be really bogus of us to start this podcast talking about self-love. Because how 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 can you how can you love you if you if you're never taught? You know what I mean? Like there is no way that you can love you. And our, our parents, if you came from healthy parents or healthy people who raised you, that love is crucial, right? It is absolutely necessary. We are not discounting that. We'll get into people love. You know what I mean? Like human love. You know, as we go through this series uh, this month for the love of. But when we get to the core of wanting to understand and experience true love, we, we have to start at home in God. Yeah, we it, like we literally, well, we have a choice, but really we don't. We, don't. Uh, we think we have a choice, but really, when, when we really think about it, um, starting anywhere other than the love of God is going to put us at a deficit. Mm. And that kind of deficit is why we sometimes struggle with the love of God because we're we're thinking with a deficit mindset. So that deficit mindset says God can't love me because I did fill in the blank. Mm. That's a deficit mindset. Wow. That's the, powerful. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, it's true that you did that. And we all we always think that, oh, this can't be true. You don't have to believe it's true. You just have to believe what he said. Because if you believe what he said, then you'll know it's true. And so when we're thinking about the love of God, we have to remember that God doesn't think like we do. Because when, when we think about God's love and when we go from the, from the mentality like, oh, God possibly can't possibly love me this much because I did such and such and such. We're looking at that from a human standpoint. Because from a human standpoint, most humans probably won't love you if they knew that you did such and such and such. 
It's just it's what it is. That's that's just our human nature, right? Yeah. But with God, it's different. God said, "I know everything about you, and I still love you." Mm. God said, "I know all of your stuff, all of your mess. I know what you did last night and last summer, and I still love you." That's it. And you know what that makes me think about when you talk about when you when you gave that powerful point of coming from a deficit, right? Like so many of us have probably come from a deficit. Maybe we were burst in love, but maybe something happened along the way, right? Where we just we just found ourselves in a deficit of love, um, whether it was a relationship, whether it was a hard teenage years or young adult years or, you know, today, whatever that looks like. But we found ourselves in a deficit of love and not truly believing that God could love us unconditionally, right? That God, that God would see everything that we are, even the stuff that we're trying to hide and love us unconditionally. And for the person who may be struggling today with recognizing the love of God or accepting the love of God or believing that God really loves you like that, I want to give you this verse out of the book of Matthew. And I know this is Dear Christian Black Girl, so you know we're going to bring uh, scriptures, we, we're going to pray for you, all those kind of things. But this, when we bring the word of God to you, it is not to be a cliche. It is to give you a tool so that you can fight against the oppression and the depression that the enemy tries to bring. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that he tries to tell you is that you aren't loved because of what you did. The truth of the matter is, is that he has been rejected and cannot be restored because of what he did. But in spite of what you did, God says, I still love you right? Okay. I still love you. So we have to get that truth. And so I want to share this scripture for the, for anybody who is, who is thinking that, well, maybe not me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. You know, I wasn't a good, you know, giver of love. I don't know how to receive love and all those things. I want to give you this scripture and it's coming out of uh, the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 11, uh, starting at verse 28. And I'm going to read it in the message version. Okay, I'm gonna read it in the message version. And it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Mm. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Wow. That is God inviting us into his love. Right. What, what was the last verse on that? It says, uh, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And which verse is that? That was uh, Matthew chapter 11, uh, 28 through 30. And that's in the message version. Gotcha. Thank right. You. And maybe maybe you grew up in church and you heard that scripture, that verse 30 as for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Maybe maybe you remember that. But when you get down to the day to day language, like we speak and somebody says, come over here and keep company with me. And you, I'm going to teach you how to live freely in life. I don't want nothing from you. Yep, I know you heavy. I know you burned out. I know you tired of these jokers telling you they love you. I know you tired of your friends saying that they love you, but then they diss you as soon as they're out of your sight. 
I know you tired of this fake and this phony love. I know you came into the new year saying no new friends. I know you came into this new year saying that it would just be me, myself, and I, that I'm not letting anybody in. I know that's what you said. I know that's what you said, but this is this is what I'm saying to you. Come with me. Come, come, come get away with me. And I love you enough that I'm gonna recover your life. Every part of you that somebody else zapped out with their fake love, I'm about to recover you in my love. Girl. Oh, that's powerful. Say that again. Child. God himself says he's going to recover us. And the only way for us to be recovered is to fall into his arms. And and maybe, maybe you, right? Maybe you are at a place today where you're like, I, I hear you. I don't know if I'm ready to fall into his arms. Just go sit in the room. You may be on one side and he on the other. Just go in the okay. room. And that go in the room, right? Just go in the room. He can love you. You think it's a distance, but God is right there. Right there. And that's Sing. one of the most beautiful things about God's love. Like the Bible tells us that there is nothing that can separate us from it. Like, I don't, I don't think we understand how powerful that statement is. Like, let, can, can we kind of just put that into perspective a little bit? Mm-hmm. Let's like, do it. it doesn't matter what you do or what you did. There is nothing that you can do. There is nothing that you can say. There is no place that you can go that can separate you from the love of God. No place. No place. No place. So what, what, when we talk about the love of God, I know that sometimes, you know, people may say, I I know God loved me. I know God loved me. (laughs) Right. But the, the true manner of knowing that God loves you is how you walk in it how you operate in it, how you dream from it, how you how you recover from it, right? How you make mistakes in it, how you fall in it. That is the true testament of whether or not we believe that God loves us unconditionally. I mean, let's be real. That was a real struggle for me. Like it was an extreme struggle for me to believe that God loved me just as I was, right? With mm-hmm. all of the child why was it a struggle though different podcast different day a girl because it was a struggle because of because of the the i'll I'll say it the way it is because of the torment that i experienced growing up Mm, okay because of the abuse because of the abusive language um just those things like love was very foreign to me but i always loved love. I always loved showing people love. I always enjoyed making sure that people knew that they were cared for mm-hmm. until I didn't, right? Because it just got too much. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It just got too much. So it was just like every man for himself. Let the chips fall where they may, you know? Like I can literally see you like younger in my head. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. no. It was too much. It was too much of a risk. You know what I mean? It was too much of a risk to love people because what you found is that they would say, yeah, I love you too, but then turn around and do some crazy stuff. And then you turn around and start doing the same thing. You know what I mean? I love you. Psych, you know, only in your presence. But when we think about the love of God and how much he loves us so much, that that is the basis 
of our life. Like that is like every everything is made from what a cell, right? Every living thing mm-hmm. is made from a cell. Like at the cellular level of who we are, it is God's love. That is who we are. That's what we were made from. That's what we were fashioned from. That's what we were fashioned for, to be loved by God. Like, could you imagine that you were the your you were created to be loved? You were created to be loved. Like, could you wow. like just let that settle on you for a second? You, sis. Like you were created to be loved for the mere fact that I want to love you. I'm a, I'm about to create her. I'm about to create her. And if you listening to this with your man on the podcast pa- uh, podcast platform or with your son or your nephew or your best friend, bro, the mere fact that you were created to be loved. You we weren't created to be abused, we weren't created to be misused, we weren't created to be heavy laden. We weren't created for any of that. We were created simply because God said, "I love you." I love you. And I want to bring a, a a physical manifestation of my love and I'm going to do that through you. If we got that concept, and again, I, I I struggle with that so hard. There are days that I still struggle with that, that I have to constantly remind myself that love is not what my past was. Love is who God is, period. I have to remind myself of that often. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But to know that we were created to be loved, ugh. Like that that just that just puts a lot in perspective though. Like we talk about purpose, like especially in the body of Christ, we talk about purpose a lot, right? Yep. But can we just just start at the beginning? Your purpose is to be loved. Mm. Can we just start there? My God. Like we'll get to being the doctor and the lawyer and the preacher and all that. We'll get to that. But can we just start with you were created to be loved, but not only to be loved, but to give it to. And so yeah. I think that when when we start there, we look at ourselves and even God in a different way. Yes. Because when we start, when we start with God created me because he loved me. Yeah. Like, if we started there, do you not understand? Wow, do you not understand that if we started there, a lot more people will want to know who God is? Yep. They would. They would because you would be a representation of God's love. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been around somebody like, like, have you ever been around somebody who's just so positive and like, not like just syrupy sweet, just because people are watching, but they really like love people. General. They just, in general, they just have a beautiful heart. They exude the love of God. You just naturally want to be around them. You naturally want to be around them. For the love of God, y'all, that's talking about. For the love of God. For the love of God is what we are talking about tonight. Like, let's just start there. For the love of God. Like, that makes me feel just so good right now. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. 
it is a beautiful thing and and the more that we we learn to walk in the light of god's love the more we will become transformed and i know it's like oh it's easy for y'all to sleep because y'all got it going on girl girl bye it's not the case is the fact of making a choice Right. I did a I did a live video in the group for my wives uh, the other day. And then I, 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 the Lord helped me to understand that it wasn't the fact that we have so many choices to make. It's the decision that we're struggling with. Right. Mm. It's the fact that we made a decision based on the choices we had. And now we have to walk that decision out. And so when we're talking about the love of God, you have choices. Mm-hmm. You can choose ye this day. Are you going to believe God, grow to believe God? Or are you just going to decide, you know what? That's not for me. Oh, maybe he's talking about somebody else, but not me. You have a decision to make. You can go ahead and explore that path. Just like you go down a rabbit hole on TikTok and YouTube, <laughs> right? You can decide to go down the rabbit hole with God and say, you know what? If he says he loves me like that, let me, let me read a verse or seven. Let me pray for a minute or seven, right? Let me let me go explore. Let me go explore this path to see if it leads to the heart of the Father. And if it doesn't, I, I forgot who said it, right? Somebody said before, I rather I rather live as if there was a God than die and find find out that there was. Wait, I rather live. It was something like I rather live my life like there is a God and die and find out that there wasn't, as opposed to living my life as if there wasn't a God and die and find out that there was. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Like if you if you go and explore the path and you're like, oh, it's not real, uh, you know, everything was a lie, you did it, right? But I know that's not the outcome that you're gonna get. The outcome that you're gonna get is you are going to go down that rabbit hole, exploring and seeking the heart of the father and you are going to find it because that's what God tells us. Draw near to me and I'm gonna draw near to you. Come close to me and I'm gonna come close to you. But it's not like you take a baby step and God take a baby step. You take a baby step and God is going to consume you. He is going to consume you. It's literally like we take the baby step, but then God literally just picks us up and brings us the rest. Just of the swings us around like we weigh seven pounds, right? <laughs> just swings us around as if we still got our high school weight running track. Okay. Like just just a beautiful thing. And it's just a matter of making a decision to just step take a step forward. It's mm-hmm. not about being perfect. It's not about, you know. Oh, I got to love God as much as he loves me, girl. You going to fail every time. It ain't going to work. You can't. You can't love God as much as he loves you. You can't. And you know, one thing I also learned, Jerry, is that we can't love God apart from God. We can't. It's absolutely impossible. We can't love him apart from him. We don't even know how to love without God. We may have had, you know, bouts of affection, but to have that true agape love, we have to be connected to the vine, right? The Bible tells us that Jesus is the vine. He's the one true and living vine. He is the vine. And that in order to bear much fruit, we have to stay connected to him. And the Bible tells us that apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. Nothing includes loving God. So in order to love God, you got to go to the source of love to give love. That's what we have to do. We have to go to the source of love 
to even be able to love God. Right. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't, I don't know what to say, or I don't know what to do. Just show up. Say hi. Just show up and say, Hey, 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 say Hey, Lord, right. if you're real, that's what I used to tell my boys. I, yeah. I can't force you to love God. I can't force anything on you, but if you want to know God for yourself, just ask him, God, if you're real, show me yourself and he will. I promise you he will. And you're going to think, oh, I pray that nothing happened, but just begin to watch your life. I'm not saying there's going to be this, oh, this huge boom and everything in your life is made perfect, but watch God in the subtle moments of your life that he will begin to show you his love for you. You are literally going to begin to tangibly feel the love of God. You're going to. It's no way that you can ask God to show himself and he does not show you his love because the Bible tells us that God <coughs> is love. Absolutely. And so uh, it just in the vein of knowing that God is love, when you show up and just say, hey, it's his love that responds. It's his love that doesn't, you know, uh, that doesn't discipline you because you don't know how to play, pray, quote unquote. It's his love that shows up when you don't know what anything to say. And he's like, you don't have to say anything. Just be here with me. That That's part of God's love. That's it. That's it's, it. Part of it's, God's love. It's God's love that says when God, all I got is my tears. He bottles it up. That's oh. his love. Yes. Yes. That's his love. And it's beautiful when we when we learn to rest in it and don't rush it. Right. Don't think that, oh, you know, I, I got to love God. I, yes, there the Bible says, love the Lord, the, your God, with all your heart, all your mind and all your soul. And you will get there. You will absolutely get there. But let God teach you how to love him. Let God walk you through that process. Let God do that. Let God manifest his love in you. So so when, when times are good, you can say for the love of God, right? When times are a little, little hard, for the love of God, that no matter what the season is that you're in, it will always be graced and carried by the love of God. Always. Yeah. Always. And you know, yes. I remember, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just no. trying to say that. Oh, my bad. No, you go. <laughs> I was just going to say that. For the love of God, you go. For the love of God, you go. No, but I was just going to say that's the beautiful thing about it. Like, no matter what, what season you're in, it's the love of God that carries you through that season, whether it's good or bad. If it's a good season, um, if it's a good season, and it's the love of God that allows that season to be good. It's the love of God that allows the increase, allows the joy, allows the peace. But if it's not a good season, it's the love of God that gets you through it. Um, and so I think that we just have to understand that and come to terms with that, regardless of what you're facing, regardless of how it looks, regardless of how it feels. Um, the love of God, that's, that's going to be, that's the key to it all. Um, that's the key to your success, literally. 
Yes. Literally. It is. And it's just resting in that place. Like grow, grow in that place, right? Grow in that place. It's a beautiful thing. And I was gonna share, um, you know, one of the most famous scriptures um, on love, right? First Corinthians uh, chapter 13, four through seven. And as we, you know, get ready to wrap up our podcast for tonight, we want to thank um, every single person who came to listen to us live. And we thank you all on every single podcast platform uh, for rocking with us on Dear Christian Black Girl. We would love to hear from you. We would love to think, hear what you think about the show. We would love to get your input on topics that you'd like us to talk about on Dear Christian Black Girl. Um, and so send us an email. Email us at dearchristianblackgirl at gmail.com. We absolutely check your emails. We absolutely respond. We are real people. And if you have a topic that you have, you are passionate about or you're expert in, and you want to be a guest on the show, email us at dearchristianblackgirl at gmail.com. And we will contact you back, learn more about you and get you on the show. And so I want to share the, the, the scripture with you from first Corinthians 13, four through seven. And when you think about love. Um, somebody showed me this before. When you read this scripture, if you put God in the place of love, because God is love, um, that's what the Bible tells us, that God is love, that you will see just how fiercely God loves you. And, and the scripture reads, love endures. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, but you can read it in every version, King James, everywhere. Just read it in different versions. I love reading the scriptures in different versions because it just brings it to life, right? And so the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 in the Amplified version says, love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. That That is God's definition of love. That is God's definition of love. It goes on to verse eight and it says, love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special, of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with the childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part just in fragments, but then I will know fully just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of external salvation, 
love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me, these three, the choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. The greatest. The greatest of these is love. And that was First um, Corinthians chapter 13. I love the way the Amplified Bible has it titled. It's titled The Excellence of Love. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yes. The excellence of love. God is love. And I think a lot of times we we read that verse and we, we think people. Um, and we think, okay, this is how another person should love me or how I should love another person. But I don't think that we realize this is how God loves us. Yes. All day, every day. And this is how he teaches us to begin to love his human creation. Yeah. He loves us this fiercely. And then he teaches us how to love unwavering and not thinking the worst of people like I'm going to love them so fiercely and they're going to reject me. Possibly. Maybe. But you know that your sustenance is going to come from God because he loves you so purely, just so purely. I love that. I really do. Amen. Yes. So y'all tonight we are talking about the love of God because it's love month and what better way to kick off love month than to talk about God's love. We just thought that was like the perfect segue for us to come back. Like we talk about God's love. That's how we came back. Um, And so I am, I'm so excited that y'all have joined uh, us for another segment of Dear Christian Black Girl. Um, if you missed it in the beginning, y'all y'all put Dear Christian Black Girl on the podcast map and we thank you. Thank you. We love y'all because we could not have done it without y'all. For every person that uh, spread the word about, about the podcast, for every person that listened you. to the podcast, podcast outside of the Clubhouse app, Y'all are freaking amazing. Y'all are. Like the numbers that we did, only only y'all and God, y'all and that's all I got is y'all and God for real. (laughs) Uh, But speaking of podcasts, if you have ever thought about doing a podcast, number one, since what are you waiting for? Like you should absolutely do it. But I know that sometimes um, podcasts, it, it can seem a little daunting a little bit. So I got a free resource for y'all on tonight. Um, if you have been thinking about doing a podcast, if it's something that's on your to-do do list or your vision board for 2023, anchor.fm is like the greatest podcast tool ever. It allows you to publish your podcast for free and it will distribute it and show you how to distribute it to all the podcast platforms. So uh, for Dear Christian Black Girl, we use Anchor anchor.fm and it goes to apple it goes to google it goes to audible it goes y'all the anchor that spit this podcast everywhere and so if you are looking for a podcast platform and you don't know where to start anchor.fm is where you should start um, because it has all the tools that you need to get started so go to anchor.fm 
um, to get your podcast started. You you got a topic, you got a title, you even got a cause. Now you have tools to help you get started. Um, so again, that is anchor.fm. All right, y'all, that is it for this week's segment of Dear Christian Black Girl. If you have any questions, so we're going to go to the audience. We're going to see if the audience wants to come up real quick. If you got any questions or any comments that you want to say about love, if you enjoyed this podcast on today, let us know. We want to bring you to the stage. We want to bring you on the recording. Now, we do just have to give this disclaimer. Y'all know this is an international podcast now, so this means that this podcast will be on Apple, Google, and all them other places. So when you come to the stage, we do not edit that out. I just want you to know you will be on stage on Apple and Google and Spotify and all them other places. Okay, so if you want to come to the stage, raise your hand and we will bring you up. We would love to hear from y'all. If you have a perspective about God's love, if you just want to talk about God's love a little bit, let's do it on tonight. That's what we're here for. So if you want to come up, let me know and we'll get you up here. Um, Takesha, did you have anything else that you wanted to say? No, I, well, I said no, and then I was about to start talking. Yes, I am so (laughs) grateful again. Happy New Year uh, to all of our past and current and new uh, podcast listeners. We know that podcast is the new, podcasts are the new it thing. It has been uh, for a very long time. So we thank you if you're riding with us on in your cars, on your back porch, Uh, in your living room, in your family room, if you're listening to us with your girls and you're talking about the podcast, you know, with your friends as you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, And don't forget, email us. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know your feedback. Um, Good and bad, right? We we take the good and the bad because we love you, right? So yeah, thank you all so much for rocking with us. And thank you for for making Dear Christian Black Girl an international podcast. We really, really appreciate y'all. Absolutely. So we don't have anybody that wants to come up on tonight. So y'all, that's it. For this week's um, Dear Christian Black Girl, we will be back next week. Our co-host wasn't able to come on today. She had another engagement. But we will be back next week with our new co-host, a new episode. Um, Still the same topic. We're still going to be talking about love, just in a different way on next week. So make sure you meet us back here next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so we can do do this all over again. All right, y'all. That's it for tonight. We love y'all. God bless you. Good night. Bye. Bye.